Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the In Between Podcast. Let's go ahead and get things started. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the In Between Podcast with your host, as always, Kyle McLemore. Thank you so much for tuning in, and before we get too far along, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Definitely helps the show stay alive, and we appreciate all likes and subscriptions. Thank you so much for tuning in. Did you guys turn your clocks back? Did you guys flip that hour back, or did you wake up a little bit later than you were supposed to? Oh, yeah. It could be one of the last times we do this daylight savings thing. I think somebody was telling me or I was reading about something about uh, daylight savings being phased out, which would be interesting, but it's uh, extra dark, extra early, um, which is fine. I mean, you know. What are you going to do? It's the winter time. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in. What's new with you guys besides turning back those clocks? I've been watching some Netflix. they got a couple of shows on there I wanted to talk about. One of them being The Watcher. Cue the creepy music. I get in the habit of uh, using our in-between button here. Uh, but yeah, uh, don't forget about those sound bites. The fuck? But yeah, I've been watching The Watcher, or I attempted to watch The Watcher, um, because I had to tap out after like 30 minutes because it was just too irritating. Like, um, I, I was very intrigued. Uh, it's like loosely based on, a, very loosely based on a true story. Some seemingly normal family moves into a new house and they're surrounded by watchers or there's like a stalker watching them leaving them like creepy letters or something so you had me at true crime creepy letter guy um as it turns out it's actually like about all these insane neighbors who all their personalities are cranked up to like 11 instantaneously so it's just like as soon as they meet it's like hey nice to meet you you fucking asshole and it's like jesus like why is everybody so fucking crazy off the bat? Like, not even a slow buildup. There's a part where, like, uh, he just walks outside and there's, like, these people just on his lawn, like, picking flowers. And he's like, excuse me, uh, what you doing? I'm like, oh, uh, uh, what do you mean, excuse me? We're over here picking the fucking badania flowers or whatever the fuck. Don't you know about the badanias? They only f- f- grow on this side of your stupid fence. Like, don't you know anything about agriculture? And it's like, Jesus, well, you know what I'm doing now? Going to buy the biggest bag of salt I can and just salting all those fucking badangas or whatever the fuck daffodils uh, and just ripping them all out. Be like, How do you like that? I'm also building a fucking 10-foot brick wall around this entire place. Uh, yeah, every neighbor is just out of their fucking mind. And then there's just some guy who just is allowed to just break into their house whenever he feels about like it. Like, he just hides in the weird, creepy places and scares the shit out of people. But it's okay because he's, like, underdeveloped mentally. So everyone's like, oh, he's harmless. And it's like, fuck you. He's breaking into my house and just, like, staring the shit out of me. Like, fuck that. Uh, thank God I don't have, like, a gun or anything. Like, Jesus. Just gonna break into my house and, like, don't even know these people. And they made me look like the asshole for, like, kicking them out. Yeah, like, 30 minutes and I was like, I can't take this show. It's, like, too extreme. Which is a shame because it's, like, casted, like, pretty good. It's not, like, Naomi Watts is, like, the wife and, like, uh, 
I mean, Naomi Watts doing a Netflix show, like, uh, that's like a big get right there. And then uh, it's got that dude from Kirby Enthusiasm, who I'm a huge fan of, but he's also one of the guys being, like, extremely irritating and, like, cranked up to 11 on the personality scale. So I had to tap out on that one, but uh, the other show is, uh, you guys check out that Guillermo del Toro show, uh, his Cabinet of Curiosities. Which is like basically Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's version of like the Twilight Zone. Uh, it's like a nine or ten episode series and it's kind of intriguing. I'm like perfectly split down the middle of like, I can't decide if I really enjoy it or not because it's like, I do enjoy the episodes up until like I find, I think I finally figured out what I don't like is it like the last five or like ten minutes of each episode. After every episode is like such a slow burn too. It's like slowly burning and like drawing you in. And it's got like amazing actors in every episode. Episode one is that one dude, Tim Dillon. No, not Tim Dillon. Tim something. Fuck. He's an amazing actor. Uh, he was in that one Coen Brothers series on Netflix, the Buster Ballad of Buster whatever. Totally spanking, spanking, totally blanking and spanking on his name. Um, but yeah, really amazing talent. Uh, there's another dude in this other Alien episode. Eric Andre is showing up. Uh, huge fan of Eric Andre. I don't know what it is. Uh, I think it's just because I was such a huge fan of the Eric Andre show. But I am ride or die for anything Eric Andre wants to do. And then if you say that he's doing something like not comedic, like he's just straight acting, like, oh, I am like doubly in. But yeah, every episode has such great performances, and then each episode is like such a very like legitimately intriguing story, and it just like draws you in like yeah, and you're just like damn, this is good as fuck. But then like the last five minutes of each episode is just like yeah, fuck all that buildup or whatever. It's just like basically a showcase for whatever monster or evil. Bean happens to be like the feature in that episode, so it's just like build up of all the story, and then at the end, it's just like blah, five minutes of just like oh, blob monster, fuck all the story, and like you'll never get any answers to any of that, but blob monster, and just like okay, uh, okay, fuck it, I guess we're just uh, just gonna let everything dissolve and like no resolution on any of these stories just fucking like turn into a blob and like that's the end like uh so it's like i'm liking it but then also not liking it like towards the end uh i mean i've basically gone through the entire series so it's like how terrible can it be if i've pretty much finished the whole series uh guillermo del toro guillermo del toro so awesome um I guess I would have maybe liked to have seen him do his own story. He's just kind of like presenting all these uh, features. But I know he has like a Pinocchio movie coming out on Netflix or something, which I am dying for it to release because Guillermo del Toro, dude, he's like phenomenal director. Uh, just with like not only Guillermo del Toro, you could take away all of his solo stuff. Uh, what impresses me the most about him is that he does what is so rare, which is to take he he jumps in on the sequel feature, like, for example, Blade 2 or Hellboy 2. He jumps in on the sequel, nothing to do with the first one, 
and arguably Hellboy 1 and Blade 1 are both on their own fucking fantastic. But then you got Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro jumping in on the sequel like, oh, let's fucking take it to the next level here, people. Like, uh, Blade was cool and all, but you know what would be even cooler? Fucking crazy predator parasite fucking vampires. How dope would that be? And then Hellboy was like, yeah, this is cool too, but how about we go into the whole fucking world of, like, fantasy? Like, yeah, he takes everything uh, to the next level. So really curious about this Pinocchio trailer or Pinocchio movie. Somebody was telling me to watch the trailer, but I've actually been kind of, like, avoiding it because, like, I want to just go in fresh as hell. I saw the poster for the Pinocchio movie, and it was like, you got me, dude. Like, you have me at the poster. Like, it looked so intriguing. It's like this crazy fucking sphinx-like thing. Like, uh, not what I picture when I picture Pinocchio, but uh, really looking forward to that one. I'll have to check and see when that actually comes out. I haven't seen the Disney Pinocchio because I'm expecting it to be Pinocchio lame, yo. Pinocchio boring. Uh, there was, like, a small clip I saw where the whale is, like, coming after him, and the whale looks pretty dope, so I might check that out, but then I also saw clips of, like, you know, the fox in the suit running around, and just, like, this just looks, I don't know, certain things don't translate from, like, cartoon to live action, like, there's a weird transitional period, and it's, like, something, like, like a fox in a fucking full Victorian suit and, like, top hat and shit just doesn't, like, really transfer over to me. The giant whale stuff looks dope as fuck, like, especially because, like, you know, the effects on the water, everything looks amazing. Um, I'm sure eventually when I'm bored as shit, I'll check that out, but we'll see. Uh, but thank you guys so much for tuning into the In Between Podcast. Uh, definitely appreciate it. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe, otherwise we won't be able to bring you this juicy, juicy content. So keep on liking, keep on subscribing, and we'll keep bringing it straight to your doorsteps. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, as always, Kyle McLemore, and we'll see you next time on The Pow. Oh.